Shella Brockett. Welcome along. Unfold Radio. Hope you're well. Glad to be here for the next two hours. True Thoughts Two Hour Takeover. I'm Robert Louis. Starting off the show with a little sort of summer sunshine vibe. Pegasus. Closer to the Sun Leroy remix. Abby Flint on vocals. So yes, hope your week's been good. We've got a good show lined up. Got some tunes coming up for the next sort of half an hour or so. And then um, joining on the show this week, a uh, little Zoom via Zoom. Got uh, Anushka, a.k.a. Victoria and Max. We've just released their album on True Thoughts. Yamea. They've uh, released music with uh, Giles Peterson's Brownswood label. And uh, yeah, just going to have a little chat with them, play some music from their Brownswood releases, the True Thoughts album, have a little talk about that. But before that, yes, we've got some tunes in the background. Candido. Jingoism. TM, shall I bruck it? Version. So coming up, we've got music from Opalopo. Yellow. Jackets, great tune on GAM Records. We've got music from Amenative and Liz Alensky from the Volume of the Light album. Sounding real good. So let's leave this one running. We're going to get into the music. Keep it locked in. Unfold.
Yo, you checking out True Thoughts with my man DJ Rob Louie. This is DJ Premier holding it down every day, all day for that real. That's what's up.
Because the one thing you want to do is to love. And that love should begin with you. Once you love you, you love the whole world. It's easy. It's delicious to love everybody and everything. You are listening to True Thoughts with Robert Lewis.
Let me give you a rundown of what we played so far. We started the show with uh, Pegasus, Close to the Sun, Leroy remix. Then um, music from Candido, Jingo, the original Jingoism as its title for TM Shalai Bracket. Another great rework from IG Culture. And we had uh, Gabrielle's Love and Hate in a different time. Now signed to, I think Parlophone it is, or Major Label Business reissued. Um, that was a mix by Arup Roy. I think it was, uh, and that was sort of bubbling as an underground tune. It was meant to come out, but I'm not sure that's going to come out now officially, but great version from Arup Roy. Shout out to Arup. And then we had Opalopo doing some really good um, releases on GAM Records, um, re-edits, reworks, remixes. It's the name of the game with Gamma and uh, always interesting stuff on the label. Really like the both uh, Opalopo ones recently. Then we had Amanative and Liz Alensky, Love and Light featuring Dan Rose and Dioc. Um, check the album. It's a really good album. Really enjoying listening to that. It's great tunes on there. Really strong, highly recommended. And in the background, Rocket Sound Machine, Pyramids, No Half Stepping Records. So yeah, just a quick reminder, don't forget, keep up to date with what we're doing at True Thoughts, TRU Thoughts on the website, various social media, keep up to date with what we're doing release-wise, gig-wise with the artists, with um, yeah, sort of clubs, festivals, sort of back open in the UK at the moment, and um, yeah, and um, yeah, talking about clubs, um, Sonic Switch, my night at the Green Door store, is now back up and running, takes place on the 2nd 
Friday of every month when clubs are open. Next one is going to be Friday the 10th, 10th of September. So yeah, second Friday of every month. Three Thoughts present Sonic Switch at the Green Door Store. I do a five-hour set from 11pm till 4am. Mixing up the music, mixing other styles, music across the board, music across the borders. Everyone, welcome. Four, p- four pounds on the door. And of course, the radio is up each and every week. Um, I've got the playlists, an archive playlist on my website, Robert Louis, and the various ways to check the show. I'm down with um, Twitter and Instagram, Robert Louis there. If you want to follow, get in touch. So yes, um, next up, joined via Zoom, via the new technology for lockdown. I'm going to be speaking to Anushka, Victoria and Max. Going to drop some music from their releases on Brownswood Records and of course drop some tunes from the new album on True Thoughts starting now. So yeah, keep it locked in for the next hour or so. We're going to play some music and have a chat with Anushka, Victoria and Max. Be 
Welcome along to True Thoughts, a podcast soon with, um, I'm Robert Louis with uh, special guest Anushka, aka Max and Victoria. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. And you know what? I'm so glad that it's suddenly feeling a bit more like summer. I stepped out the house today and I was just like, oh, yes, <laughs> we're here. <laughs> Feeling good. So, for anybody who doesn't know, um, uh, we at True Thoughts working with the Nusco. It's your second album. Your debut album came out on Brownswood Records, uh, Jazz Peterson's label, and then we just put out your second album. So, we'll talk a little bit about the album, a little bit about um, where you're from, background, and the you know getting to this point of the album, and just sort of general sort of music chat. So, um, I think we'll start. Should we start sort of with the history of Anushka? Um, so, Brighton based, I, 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 I met Max, um, Max is in a group called Dirty Diggers and it's alright to talk about Dirty Diggers, yeah, yeah. you're yeah. not embarrassed about it, I love Dirty no, Diggers, no, I still yeah. play it for Brooklyn. So, um, at, at True Thoughts we had a subsidiary label called Zebra Traffic and we did, um, we had For Life Cypher and a few other artists and so we ended up working with Max and Pat who were sort of your producers, MCs and you sort of doing a group yeah. Dirty Diggers and at the time I think in hindsight we realised we should have put you on True Thoughts and you shouldn't have been on Zebra Traffic but you learn in the music industry but it was like sort of hip-hop based but you were coming out around the time grime was popping and there was that UK hip-hop scene but you were that in between yeah. both of those weren't you? We, we sort of we were trying to be um, somewhere in between weren't we and it was it was a lot of kind of like creep digging and sort of NPCs and sampling vinyl and I think um Trying to you know trying to rap double time on hip hop beats and uh, but yeah like loads of fun and yeah Pat's Pat's still one of my, my best mates so it's, I kind of it, yeah I'll always look back at that as a kind of really like fun time where I was just figuring out all oh, right this is how you how you make records I still remember having those kind of early conversations with you guys where it's like oh okay yeah this could be an album this could be a thing <laughs> and you did two albums for us well so Victoria you you you're, you're from are you originally from Brighton or were you no, so I'm from Hertfordshire and then I moved to Brighton for uni and like so many people ended up just staying there um, for a couple of years um, and it was after I finished university that I met Max. Um, yeah, Brighton is still kind of, it still feels like I'm coming home every time I get off the train. <laughs> and and how, did you did you and Max link up through music was it, or did you just, I know Brighton's small if you have yeah. Yeah, so we've got we've got a kind of quite a few mutual friends, but like one really good mate of ours, Tom. Um, so I was kind of doing some sort of parties and the producers retreat party where we'd get loads of producers together with a sound system. And Tom was one of the guys who came down to that um, every time and would kind of play beats. And yeah, we just got to be really good friends. And he he kept telling me about this amazing singer, and he's like, oh, there's this amazing singer that I know. You have to um, you have to hear this stuff. And but he didn't have a studio at the time. So he ended up coming round to my studio, which was actually just the bedroom of my flat on Dyke Road. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I make it sound fancy, it really wasn't. And um, yeah, so uh, he came round with Victoria and we recorded loads of stuff um, for the project that they were kind of working on. And But I ended up listening to it and I, had, I think I was driving back up to Yorkshire that weekend and I was just listening to this stuff and thinking, no, this is really like amazing voice. Just And even I think some of it I was just like listening to the acapella. You know, just like literally just listening to Victoria's voice and being like, yeah, this is really, really amazing. And I think, I, I don't even know if it was that session or if it was a, afterwards that I gave you the CD. And it, this yeah. show was a while back. Yeah, you've got, yeah, I remember the but CD. It, it, was like, it was like literally a CDR with some beats. And, and we, we kind of talk about this quite a bit, but 
one of the things with that was there were some beats that I thought were like fairly standard beats you might write a song to and there were some that were kind of I was trying to do this like garage techno fusion sort of joy orbison stuff at the time and I just assumed I put some of it on the CD but just assumed there's no way you're going to write a song to that especially because the stuff I'd heard wasn't anything even remotely in that ballpark but I think Victoria you just kind of picked up on the garaginess of it and then mm. I don't know like yeah where did that first song come from? I don't know the fact that, yeah it was Yes Guess wasn't it that was like the first track we did together um, and I don't even know because like you said it was so I'm so like kind of jazz neo soul kind of hip hop and that was kind of the stuff I was doing and then it was really interesting meeting you because it was definitely um at a period when I was getting kind of more into electronic music. But there was just something about that beat that just really, the urgency of it, I think, is what it was, that just really stood out from everything else that was on that mixtape. I'm Matt. And I'm Victoria. And we are Anushka. And you're listening to True Thoughts with Rob Louie.
Listening to you're listening to one BTN. One BTN. How would you describe the sound of what you do? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> such a hard one isn't it because I feel there are so many influences that like, I always call out like so many different genres um Max what do you what yeah do you... well I suppose what been, I, th- I think this time round we've been kind of calling it future soul jazz electronic I think it's kind of all of those things and I think when I mean, you can hear it on this new record that there are tracks which are much more like you mine is for me is kind of the closest to a soul record that we've done yeah. um but then there's still stuff like serenity which is quite electronic quite kind of dance floor and I think yeah I was thinking about this you know like the Venn diagram of me and Victoria and our taste and like what makes Anushka and it's weird because the stuff that's actually in the middle is kind of like grime garage hip-hop there's like there's stuff which we both really listen to and then there's stuff that we both kind of go off and like I know Victoria you go really deep into your kind of jazz and 50s vocal harmony and like, there's all these influences that you're bringing in and then obviously I'm kind of and especially when we met, I was just obsessed with Rinse FM, and it was just that kind of like, what's the what's the latest thing that you know, Roska's playing? And I remember like hearing the first Subtract tune when Roska played it on Rinse and being obsessed. And it was like that it was that period of my life where I, that was my thing. But then I think as as it's gone on, it's it's kind of just so diffuse. There's so many things, and it's it's more just kind of like really with each other. What sparks? kind of something creative so it's like I might send a batch of beats and then I never know which one is like, like it's just literally on my on my computer here I've got a beat that I've made and I heard it and I was like oh this is totally an Anushka tune but then I have no idea until I send it to Victoria and hear what happens and I think it's the same with the songs where I think quite often they they go on kind of tangents and it's I think it's that unexpectedness of the two things coming together that actually weirdly is Anushka you know what I mean? It's quite, it's quite kind of hard to predict. Yeah, and then so, and then from there, like you, you, you made your music, and then sort of quite soon, um, you, you did your album with Brownswood as well. I need to go back. So, I mean, you did some singles, did you? I can't, I can't recall. Well, well, so we did an EP, I think. EP, okay. Yeah, we did an yeah. EP. Um, that was the Yes Guess EP, wasn't it, Max? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so the first tune that you actually did. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So the, the first tune we made, and what happened was, so our manager, Paul Martin, um, is really tight with Giles and Brownswood, and he kind of sent it to Giles almost, I think, just to get his opinion on it. Um, and Giles just played it that day on the radio. And so it all kind of snowballed from there. Um, and But I think also, I, I remember it might have even been you who told me, Rob, I remember like Zed Bias was playing it out. So he got it from somewhere, and so there was a few people kind of supporting that track. So it was kind of like, oh, well, we should probably try and get this out in the world. Um, and that sort of, I think that the excitement around that then, you know, just gave us a push to be like, right, let's do our whole record. So you just, you've got like the focus in, isn't it? Because that can sometimes be the thing with the project, isn't it? You can try things with people and lots of different people happen, but it's sort of, I mean, in a nice way, it all clicked in quite quickly, didn't it? With, with that way. And, and, and Paul, Paul Martin, I mean, he's sort of quite legendary working with Jars with Talking Loud and was, you know, involved with sort of Ronnie Size and MJ Cole and all of that for Talking Loud. So, I mean, that, that's great. So that happened quite naturally to do the Brownswood album. Um, which you know that did did really well, and then I suppose there was a bit of a gap, and then we started working with you, and then I think I mean it might be interesting to know what the process was because 
we were working with you. I, I, I'm really sorry because I lose track of time with lockdown. I keep saying last year yeah, and I mean okay. 2019. So I yeah. can't even recall what was going on when we first started working and talking about doing the album. I'm, I'm even, you know, lost on the timeline yeah. of that. Was that was it last year or the year before? I think it might have been the year before, Max. Am yeah. I making that so, up? So we did, because we did, we did a few tracks as well with um, Five Missions More. So we did like an EP with them in between. Um, and, and actually the single Kendrick, so we did, a, we did a single after the album and then that single mm. did really well. And, and actually weirdly that, that one single probably was a big part in us traveling around the world and doing all the shows we did just because people seemed to really connect. Because we did like, the two versions of it and they seemed to connect in different ways and it, it kind of really got us out there. This is Victoria from Anishka and you're listening to True Thoughts with Rob Louie.
but I think it's almost that thing where <clears throat> after that you then have to kind of recalibrate a bit don't you because it's like okay it's all happened quite quickly you've written this music and and I think actually the thing for me is that because we can make so many different types of music it sometimes takes us a while to decide right well what what are we doing next like what is the next thing because you know it could be more housey it could be more soulful it could be more jazzy it could be and and I think sometimes you can kind of get a bit caught up in that that whole thing of genres and you know where are we going next kind of thing because there was I mean for the album you gave quite a few tracks you know there was quite a few choices and then we just sort of brought it down for the album mm. and I, I think also yeah that's what I recall because I think we probably were talking before lockdown and then during lockdown I, I mean that's one of the things I was saying is like oh maybe because there's some clubbier stuff that you've done and is it, I, I would say look maybe we could do a focus on because there's not going to be any clubs there's not going to be any gigs because it was the start isn't it when we were figuring yeah. out the yeah. album's going to come out it was, it was that in mind and I, I think you know we were predicting even we were at that time like we're going to be down for a good year or so isn't it still yeah. down and not, although we're opening up as we record yeah, this the UK's <laughs> opening up uh, in full on Monday isn't it but, yeah. Well, if um if people were to um uh, fr- from from pre the True Thoughts release, if they were to check a sort of couple of releases uh, uh, that you've done, what, what 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 tracks would you recommend for them to check? Um, I guess I have Love for You is the one that people always really connect with, um, and like Max said, Kendrick. Are there any others, Max? Yeah, that you I, think think, you're I suppose Never Can Decide has been a bit of a kind of a favourite of people mm. down the years. I think for me, probably, I yeah, Kendrick's the one that I sort of go back to. Mm. But there's and there's loads. It's actually interesting. We, the tune we were talking about, yes, guess. It's one of those where it's always been great at the shows. Like it always goes down really well live. But actually on Spotify, <laughs> I don't think that many people have actually heard it out. So it's it's funny how tracks have got these independent lives, haven't they? There's mm. ones that in your live set, you're like, oh, that one's gonna kill it. But then you realise actually probably only your super fans really know about that track, um, and so I suppose there's like, I suppose it kind of depends what yeah what mood you're in. But yeah, that it's funny with that world of DSP services, and also because now everyone knows numbers, isn't it? You get a different feeling. I, I think on the in, on the industry wise, I, I think I remember when we saw Quantic play live before lockdown and Not So Blue is one of his tracks that's always been huge when he DJs or you know when he performs and all of that and then I remember looking and seeing what the numbers were on it and it's not one it's not technically one of his big tunes and it's really weird that it's actually one of his big tunes but if you look at numbers on Spotify people would think it's not a popular record which is a good reminder of why you know an algorithm and numbers aren't you know a thing you know actually what is popular and what's not isn't it it just a finite amount of people in the world of Spotify find yeah. something popular there, isn't it? As well, so it's a good reminder in that sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, with with, the, uh, with with this album, um, how 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 did you find the process with lockdown and working and doing an album in, in lockdown? I mean, historically, I suppose, I suppose currently, what we're doing, we, we we will, I'm sure, in a few years' time, we're going to look back at this period of time and the releases that we've done over this period of time, and we'll think of them as almost like lockdown albums. Was there? A, I know there was a big change for everyone with lockdown going on, but how, from the creative side of things, what was the change for you? Was it a negative thing initially, or that turned to positive or did you struggle with it or did you just get on with it we had we'd have finished quite a lot of the music to be fair so there wasn't too much um 
you know, I, I've got a little set up at home, so I was able to record and send things over to Max. And, and because we don't live in the same town anymore, we do do that a lot anyway. Um, but I did, I think we both really missed, don't, don't we, Max, like that whole yeah. coming together and sharing music. And I, I don't know, I, I definitely found it, even though I had probably lots more time, I definitely found it a time that I was probably less creative and less... I don't know, output-driven, I guess, in a way. I don't know about you. Yeah, yeah. I think I think probably the same that, like, like you say, it was. I think probably a good like eighty percent of it was done. Mm. I think the one the one track on the record, which is probably like the response to stuff starting to be a bit weird, was like Free Will. It was like probably the last one we finished mm. on the record. Yeah, I think so. And you can hear it's got this kind of quite weird, slightly darker edge to it. And that was maybe, I think maybe we recorded it before, but. We were kind of finishing it remotely but <clears throat> i think the thing that i'm you know kind of still to an extent missing is that you know getting together and listening to music in a room and just you know it's like all the little micro expressions and stuff isn't it of like when you're feeling something or when you're really feeling something or and i think you know zoom's been great and it's it's great to be able to do things remotely but i think there is something in getting together in the shit and especially i think so much of, of me and vic has been just getting together you know kind of like get a coffee you know have a gossip listen to some beats mess around for a bit and then smash out seven tracks in a day and that's like that's pretty much been the entire history of us making records it's like roughly that process and yeah i think like I think I was on one level. I was just kind of like, "Oh wow, we can actually finish this this way." This is kind of, it's kind, of, it's kind of amazing on one level, but definitely looking forward to making a record the normal way, you know, next time around. And so you, did, you were okay. You didn't feel sort of pressure one way or the other about when it all changed because when we went into lockdown, it the, the process sort of kept going for you as far as you you were concerned. Or, you know. Yeah, I think yeah. I mean, we still managed yeah. to keep going. I think. I think, like you were saying, Max, I think it, I didn't really feel any concern that we wouldn't get it done, but it's more that um, it's like a bit of magic, isn't there? There's a bit of like an energy exchange when you're in a room, when you're actually recording with someone and you're getting that instant feedback and you're like, oh, let's do this or let's, you know, let's add that harmony or let's just change this bass note or whatever it is that you don't really get in the same way when you're, when you're apart. And I think I've noticed, I think sort of subconsciously, we're kind of holding off on getting all the next wave of music really going until we can actually sit down and do it properly. Because there's, I think, I think like, you know, I always make, I kind of make beats as a sort of meditative activity. I just do it anyway. But I think that thing of like, you know, getting together and being like, this is the one we're excited about. Oh, it needs a middle A. Oh, it needs some other elements added to it or let's try or my favorite bit of the recording process is like Vic will come with a song and then just hearing a lay of the harmonies that's always been my favorite part of the whole thing is just that happening and it's it's obviously great when Vic records it and sends it to me but I, I on just on a kind of process level miss the magic of hearing that happen you know little it's little things like that isn't it you kind of mm. You realize okay well you can still make the record but as a producer and i think probably every producer has their you know it's like you know micing up a hi-hat and watching a drummer record there's little things that just as a producer you're like oh this is fun and um i think i think that's it i think getting it done is fine but maybe there's it's sort of like 75 percent enjoyment levels <laughs> this is max from anushka and you're listening to true thoughts with rob louis Faded colors, trying to remember warmth and summer. 
BTN 101.4 FM 101.4 FM 101.4 <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so with the album, I, I, a question I'm always curious about with artists when they're recording stuff is um, any any sort of music that was influencing them or they were enjoying as they were they were sort of in the in the process of recording that stands out. And, and that you know, it doesn't have to be sort of that direct reference about I was really listening to this. And if or, or and if there is that interesting because sometimes it's, it's I'm fascinated with the process. I was speaking to um, Hemai, who's a newer artist on the, on the label, and he was talking about when he was recording out his album how much he was listening to so much Brazilian music and then it was like oh yeah I could just re- I made that connection now how can I see where that influence was actually a little bit in his music but it's not you wouldn't go and listen to that and say this is a Brazilian influenced album but you can do that so I'm, I'm just curious like what was was there stuff that you listen even if it was something of a totally different genre to get your mind in a different place but you know anything that you can think of as you were recording this that was good memories or good soundtracks or songs I think for me, like, I hadn't long... I went to see um, Aknaten, um, um, uh, Philip Glass opera, and, like, I just loved that. And, uh, like, it's one of those things that my husband and I always listen to. It's, like, our Sunday morning, like, listening. Um, and I, there's a few bits... You remember, Max, we were talking about it? It's, like, the trip... It's that triplets and, like, the movement. Yeah, um, yeah, and there's, yeah. there's kind of little things that you do that are very similar in that way. Um, and I think yeah. that's something that's maybe not a real obvious influence, but definitely yeah. something that I was listening to a lot. Yeah, there's like, for me, there's like a couple of really obvious ones that are actually like, so there's, on Free Will, there was this one film soundtrack that I was just got obsessed with for a week or two. And then Free Will, it doesn't actually sound anything like it, but in my head, I was trying to do, it's sort of this like 70s classical, but with a bit of wild, wild jazz fusion in it. Um, and that, that was one that's um, just from The Gambler, it's, just, it's like a cool soundtrack. But the, when I think about it, I, especially over lockdown, I've read this book about Thelonious Monk, and it just started me, because I'd never really properly gotten into like bebop and that era of jazz, and I just started listening to loads of Thelonious Monk. Um, and I was trying to like practice piano at the same time, so I was, you know when you go quite deep into something, but then at the other side, um, like because of the work I do with young people, just loads of drill. So I, I kind of always have to listen to loads of drill for work. And then I was listening to, and then if you imagine like lockdown, Thelonious Monk and drill is like cognitive dissonance just bottled. <laughs> so I, I think, yeah. And I think then I then kind of, be, I'm like, oh, I need to listen to that. Show <laughs> me out. So, is there any uh, drill tune you were nodding your head to in your studio uh, specifically, or it's just that a general soundtrack? Uh, do you know? Well, I remember of like. So I was doing, I t- I've taught a few online projects over lockdown and one of them was um, some kids in East London who were all excluded from school. They were all obsessed with Zone 2, that was their favourite drill crew. But you know, all the, all the usual suspects. Um, yeah. And I'll just point out, Max, you do a lot of youth work as well, that's quite yeah, yeah. away from you, so that's one of the things yeah. you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. And, and, and actually, like influence-wise, that's probably one of, especially like early days of the Mexican, that's one of the biggest influences. Like all the music that me and Vic kind of bonded over was like loads of that like sort of early 2000s grime. And I was only listening to that because I was working with loads of kids who wanted to do grime stuff. So it was like, and funnily actually, the sounds on the first initial record, there's loads of weird like donk sounds and hard house sounds that you don't really notice, they're a bit subliminal. And those all came from working in Lancashire with young offenders who all wanted to make bouncy house. So I had all these sample packs. Um, and I think it's, yeah, it's one of those funny things where like, 
that's probably the biggest influence in a weird way on the lot. A lot of the weird noises it might be. Bouncy house remixes we need to get. Yeah, yeah. just don't, don't ask me to put a dog on it. I'll do the plug for the album here. As well. So, um, look. So yeah, let's get to. Am I? It's Is it Yemaya? Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah. 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 So, so let me. Where does the title come from? For the album. So Yemaya is like an Orisha, like a goddess, kind of. So like a Yoruba tradition that was kind of brought over with the transatlantic slave trade to the Caribbean. Yeah, and I just. I was kind of exploring a bit more about kind of different religions and trying to find something that kind of I felt was a bit of a fit and just reading around the subject I just like to read about those kind of things anyway and understanding a bit more about my heritage and some of those stories that I heard growing up and just like just exploring it a bit more um, and we were trying to find a title weren't we for the album Max and I think we'd we were like the working title was something like guided or guided by the moon or something around that kind of that idea um and the more we spoke about it the more it seemed to fit with this um so she's kind of like the protector of women and children and she also is like quite big about big on the journey so about like kind of protecting you as you go through different changes and it just felt like it it really fit with lots of the themes in the in the record I don't know, Max, what do you think? Yeah, Did it kind of start yeah. to... Well, no, that's it. And that's it, because I think, obviously, I sort of see the record emerge song by song. And so it's quite different. For me, it's quite different to everyone else hearing it when it's like, here's the whole... And so mm. I suppose it's always like, what are the themes? Like, what are the... You know, what are the recurring themes? Mm. And there was quite a few that just kept recurring. And then I think... We're trying to think, well, OK, what brings together these themes? And then I think when um, when Vic when I came up with the Yemiya and kind of explained the significance of it. It was like, oh yeah, well that makes perfect sense for all of these songs and it's, yeah, it's just kind of, it's kind of cool seeing it happen like that. And I think actually just hearing you talk about it now, it's like, I think if there's ever been a time we need guiding through a difficult <laughs> journey, you know, that feels like right about now, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, that's what I felt, with, you know, with, with the title. I had to do the interview thing, pretend I didn't really know where that time because I'm obviously yeah. the press releases in the background <laughs> for running the label. But um, yeah, it's, it's just, I mean, it's a really amazing title. And, and I love it. And I think that's sometimes the, I mean, it is the amazing thing about what music can do, isn't it? And titles and things like that. Because occasionally we get sent um, demos from people and they just call their, you know, they call their song you know, jungle jazz or something like that. And I say, I say to her, you, you know, you've got to give something, you've got to give proper yeah. titles, give something from yourself into, you know, the, the, the thing, because that's really what, you know, communication and, you know, sharing information and getting people to understand different things that are going on. And particularly, I think, you know, particularly with lockdown and the Black Lives Matter movement and all of this year was going on, it was a really amazing to, you know, find out that, you know, what, you know, in a simple way, that one word, what, you know, the deepness of what it's about and what's behind that as well. With great artwork as well, didn't we, each other? Yeah. So, uh, so the, yeah, so actually the artwork, I'm part of, um, I'm part of, of the book club um, where, again, we read, um, books by black authors and we discuss them it's all the stuff we didn't get to do at school basically and um i was really lucky to be introduced to charlotte um in that book club and she's just this amazing kind of black british artist and all of her work just so fit with it felt like every doing all the stars aligned you know and i was like we have this album and this is the concept and these are the songs and these are the themes and this is like how i'm picturing it and then she came up with this 
beautiful artwork that was just so perfect um, and it, yeah it really felt like a bit like fate didn't it Max but it all mm. just seemed to just click yeah. into place yeah no, yeah when, when we you know we, we saw the image and then it was like as soon as we saw it when you sent it through it was like oh god this is going to look amazing on vinyl yeah. it was one of those where yeah. sometimes we, <laughs> we get the artwork in and we know oh okay vinyl that is going to look great so i'll do the plug the album's it's out on vinyl it's out on cd digital yeah. streaming and all of that as well and um charlotte's work she's worked with some, some quite sort of big artists yeah so she's worked with uh, fk twigs um She's just she does loads of loads of bits, but her yeah, she's definitely worth checking out. Um, her artwork is just amazing, and that was kind of like my thing with it is I just thought if we have this amazing, so we were so lucky with the last record we worked with um, Fred Butler and PC Williams and a few other amazing people. Um, so we've been really lucky in that kind of yeah. art world to just have yeah, this amazing group of people. And oh, and, and Ryan Hawaii. Ryan Hawaii. So we've been pretty lucky with our collaborators. We've had some great artists. Um, involved and I think with this one did you know the thing that I really love is the way that there's that incredible image and then the vinyl is clear so it's like almost like the sea mm. it's like just the way that that all comes together is like, well, yeah. yeah when you put the vinyl out it does look really good yeah. even if you <laughs> hate the music it's worth <laughs> getting it for the for the beautiful vinyl that you can put on the wall <laughs> I've got to say, I was wearing my Ryan Hawaii t-shirt. I've got the David Cameron hates the Mando t-shirt from Ryan Hawaii. I was just yeah. wearing that on Monday, actually, after the football <laughs> results. <so. laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, so just with it, so with the album, look, um, if you were, um, I'm going to put you on the spot. If you had to say to someone, look, check the album, and I'm just just one song I'll give you just to check it to listen to. I know we, we supposedly live in a day and age where everybody doesn't have enough time, which is technically, I don't think is really true, but, you know, just to try and get people into the album, what, you know, what song would you recommend and, you know, maybe a little bit about the song and why you, you, you'd recommend that? I, I don't know if you've got the same song, but if you've got one each, that's Yeah, I was going to say, Max, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> so, I do you know what, I'd maybe, maybe say you, my love, um, I think for me, it's, it's almost that was the song where when we made that one, I was like, oh, this is the vibe. Like, I felt like we'd kind of, cause it's quite kind of, it's about the journey, but it's kind of mm. travelling through different lifetimes. It's quite astral. It's got the kind of electronic elements, but it's very much about the song. It's sort of, I think in my head anyway, that song, and it was why it was like the kind of the first track that we shared, because it just sort of was a bit of a mission statement of this is the kind of record that it is. And it's, I think, what it is is it's pretty experimental but it's also just a really brilliant song and i think that's in a nutshell that's the thing isn't it we're trying to do stuff where you know it is going somewhere it is kind of pushing in a direction but i think so often records that do that the song is a bit of an afterthought and it's like i think the whole thing is this is built around the song and that's the kind of the focus so i think yeah maybe maybe for me i'll go with that one it's difficult it's really difficult <laughs> to pick just one um oh yeah so i think for me you mine is um it's just probably my favorite song on the record i just yeah i love i love max's production is kind of takes it somewhere else it's a bit different from maybe what we've had before um and i just love it as a song i just think you can really connect with it on lots of different levels so that's probably the one i'm max and i'm victoria and we are anushka and you're listening to True Thoughts with Rob Louie. (laughs) 
BTN 101.4 FM 101.4 FM <laughs> Cool, cool. All right. So just um um just with with the I always like to ask artists with um you know we put put out an album. I mean you you've been involved in the music industry for a little while and um you know you've got a bit of experience now within it. You know in the current climate of what's going on in the music industry. I mean how are you finding it? I mean there's I think one of the things we see there's the sort of social media aspect of, uh, you know, maybe presenting yourself in a certain way or art. You can get lost or feel pressure with social media or potentially feel pressure with social media to, to present yourself in a certain way. And the, the other thing is um, just about, um, I mean, we talked, uh, touched on it with the streaming services and numbers and people knowing how many listens and popularity and all that. I just wondered, you know, if you've got any advice for artists on sort of how to sort of manage that side or how you manage that side of things, or if you were advising a newer artist about that, or even an artist who's feeling a little bit, they've been going a little while and feeling, feeling how, how they are in that world, if you've got any advice. And just sort of any tips about, you know, what you've what has worked for you, you know, particularly after lockdown as well, which I think a lot of people have struggled with generally, you know, any good advice you might have for anyone listening yeah i mean i suppose the classic one is is that kind of trust the process thing isn't it of basically the, the way i think about it and because i do talk to young people about this quite a bit i end up saying this all the time but it's like if you enjoy making music then you've already won you know you're already winning you've already enjoyed the process and then whatever happens with it beyond that is a kind of a bonus and really if you've enjoyed making a record nine times out of ten people enjoy listening to it mm. that, and i think that's been borne out by my experience over the years like the more fun you have <coughs> in the process of creating something it tends to translate into people just picking up on that vibe being like oh i like this and i think you know that goes for life in general doesn't it i think if you're positive and you're putting that out in the world positive things come back to you and i, I think that's it i think if, do you know what it is actually and it's, this is something my wife said to me which really like struck home is that, you know, um, if you make the record that you want to make, then at least one person will definitely like it. <laughs> and if, if you make the record you imagine someone else might like, it's possible nobody will like it. And then, and then when you think about it like that, when there's one, there's more. So like if one person definitely likes it, well, there's probably other people like you that will like it as well. And, and it's, it's deceptively deep that when you think about it. But it's, it's that thing of, you know, when you're thinking about Spotify metrics or you're thinking about what type of show will I get booked to do off of this record or mm. will the label like this or will our previous fan, but you know, all these different imaginary things you can think about, they're all abstractions. So it's like, you can't actually know any of those things. They're just you speculating. Whereas you do know, like when I sit, I was sitting making beats last night and I made a beat that I thought was really good. And I actually know that I thought it was really good. And then I woke up this morning, I played it, and I was like, oh yeah, it still sounds good. <laughs> and it, But it, if I'd have been thinking like, oh, how's this going to do on, you know, is this going to get playlisted on New Music Friday? I'm not going to make a good track because I'm not thinking about the track. You know, I'm off yeah, doing some so. abstraction somewhere. It's, it's easier said than done. Yeah. I mean, it is, it, it's great advice, it really is. What about you, Victoria? What I was going to say, I think yeah. like playing into that as well, Max, 
like it's an old one but comparison is the thief of joy oh god yeah and that's so instagram oh. isn't it like that's so the dangers <laughs> yeah. of instagram um and i think the more that you or i found the more that we're just authentically who we are like you know, Max and I aren't that cool sometimes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I find that, that, that I'd really notice that it shows actually when I started um, just being myself a little bit more on stage that that was when we really started to connect with our family yeah. Um, yeah. and people liked my kind of weird like quirky behaviours and my weird little tangents that I go on and my little conversations um, and I think that's the thing isn't it is that no one is better at being you than you and there's no point trying to be a like rubbish copy of whoever yeah. your favorite artist is yeah. um yeah so that's what i i think and, and and the thing with that as well i think as a young artist you sort of have to copy so like when we're starting out we're all copying someone and it, but it's that point isn't it where when all of those things start to blend and you find your own voice that's when it that's when it gets exciting um but yeah if you're trying to copy someone to get success it's just it's just not going to happen is it? it's because it has to come from you, doesn't it? I think. Mm. Very good advice. I mean, I, I mean, and in tying into what your wife said, Max, I mean, I, I'm going to start using that. I think when I'm speaking to artists, because it's really <laughs> because I'm always saying, you know, I was speaking to some uh, sort of newer artists we just signed last night, and they, they're sort of doing for doing some more music, and I kept I, I, because I've had success with their initial release, and I say, just remember, don't make a record for True Thoughts. Just continue, and don't you don't have to do a copycat of what you've just done as well. And I'm always saying that, don't make a record for us make a record yeah. for you but I think that that one making it for yourself and liking it is such a key thing which you can you know it, I think you know I've seen from working with artists they can suck it's normal you can get lost with it I think particularly the longer you are that mm. you're doing music you can sort of figure out you're trying to figure out where we were even as a label I think we had that a few few years ago um just before we signed said bias and remember we were I was trying to figure out well where are we at a label we've gone past this sort of funk soul thing and you know we want to go in another direction and you, there was you know sort of electronic thing that was going on that I wasn't particularly into and I played bits of it but it wasn't like I didn't want the label to go in that direction. and then I just realized I've just got play records that I like I started you know even affecting my DJing and I, I realized I was doing my you know night and I realized I'm just going to play records I like and if no one comes to see me at least I played records that I like, I like it. It. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's a, just a general thing with music isn't yeah. it if you trust your own instinct sometimes mm. that, that yeah. that's a really key thing and enjoying as well isn't it it's such a key with music so yeah, it's brilliant, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant so cool look I think we we're probably running out of time now for for, for this, but um, the, the other, just so we can do the um, you know for people to keep in touch with what you're doing. I, I, you know, I don't know what social media. You know, mm. people want to follow you and see see whether, what, what what social media do you use and what's the so, yeah everything is Anushka UK. So all Anushka and then just UK at the end. I think that's I think that's everything. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. What, what yeah. you mainly on? Is it is it Instagram? Instagram, is your... yeah. Twitter, Facebook, okay. all, all oh, the good stuff. All, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I never go on Facebook, so I don't know. No, no, I see I see the Insta stuff, which is all good as well. So as we're finishing this off, I know you've given your one uh, track that you really like from your album. But if we were to go, okay, you know, we're going to finish off, you know, now. With, you know, what, what what track would you? like you know finish off if it was that end of the night tune basically off a new stuff i've been thinking about this a bit in terms of like you know like djing because i've been starting mm. to put together some mixes and stuff and i think there's like so like brave and bad weather i think are the ones i'd play out they're yeah, probably the tunes that are like you can put them on and, and 
and I think at the moment it's like, like you were saying, Vic, like the sun's coming out. It's kind of like maybe it's time for a party tune. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And me, I Serenity and go. I know that. Go, 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 yeah, yeah. go on, love it. It's long I, as well, that track. Yeah. As well. There's a few. Yeah, I think I think going back on what I said, I think Go is possibly my favourite one on the record. Like, yeah, I don't know if it represents fun. everything as, yeah. as well, but like, that's a yeah. Stick, stick that on and enjoy the next nine minutes. <laughs> I, I know for me, bad, bad weather is definitely that track that is making you miss, missing doom. I, I do Sonic Switch my, my night in Brighton every month, mm. and it was like that is a record that's like it wasn't. I know you didn't make it for the night, but it's one of those yeah. tracks that I know <laughs> just always goes down well and all of that. So that's one of those that I would. But look, look, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us as well. So yeah, just make sure you check out the album Anushka, On True Thoughts, um, Yamea, vinyl, CD, digital, streaming. And um, yeah, if you like it, tell your friends and family about it as well. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Cheers, thanks, <laughs>
I'm Matt. And I'm Victoria. And we are Anushka. And you're listening to True Thoughts with Rob Louie. Come 
So, running out of time on the show this week. Hope you've enjoyed the music. Thank you to Anushka, Victoria Max for joining me via Zoom for that interview. So we played, uh, intro the interview with uh, music from the new album, Yamea, our now in true thoughts, Speak to Me. First instrumental in the background was uh, Dirty Diggers for the Haters, classic beat. Part of the group that Max was involved with that we uh, release music on on Zebra Traffic. Check the releases if you're into some good UK hip-hop. Well worth checking out. And then we um, had music from that was released on Brownswood, Yes Guess and Kendrick. And then we played from the album move right through 
you mine, you my love. Bad weather and go as well. And um, yeah, check the Brownswood album, Broken Circuit from Anushka, and of course the current album out on double vinyl, CD, digital, streaming. Support, check it if you liked the tunes. And uh, yeah, before we finish off, don't forget, keep up to date with what we're doing at True Thoughts, TRU Thoughts on the website and uh, various social media, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that stuff. There's various playlists that we put together on Spotify, Apple Music as well. Radio shows up each and every week on Mixcloud and Soundcloud. search True Thoughts Presents Unfold with Robert Louis or variations of True Thoughts Unfold Robert Louis I'm sure you'll be able to find it on your favourite place to check radio shows shout out to all the live listening crew streaming crew download crew thank you and everyone leaving messages getting in touch about the show I've got the full playlist and archive playlist on my website Robert Louis R-O-B-E-R-T-L-U-I-S and I'm down with Twitter and Instagram. Robert Louis there. You can do the follow, say hello, get in touch there. And of course, through my website, um, the messages come direct to me. So thank you, everybody, uh, tipping me on to music or sending me music. Much appreciated. I can't reply to everybody, but thank you if you do get in touch. Of course, I should mention, don't forget, um, if you're in Brighton or planning to visit Brighton, my club night takes place on the second Friday of every month. True Thoughts Presents Sonic Switch takes place at the Green Door Store, which is underneath Brighton Station. I do a five-hour set from 11pm till 4am. £4 on the door. Next session is Friday the 10th of September. Looking forward to that. Thank you to everybody who came down to the last session in August. And um, yeah, this track in the background... Bernie Morpin, it remains to be seen. Verve Records going to finish off with this. Whatever you're up to in the next week, have a good one. Take it easy and hopefully see you next week.